So I'm going to talk about making homemade pie crust, but first a little bit about my cooking journey. I come from a long line of Southern cooks and Italian cooks. I've always enjoyed cooking for my big family. I have four kids and always enjoy cooking and learning how to do different things. Um, for a long time, every summer, I would pick one thing that I was going to kind of master. Um, one summer, I cooked my way through the Irish Bible of cooking. Another summer, I decided I was going to learn how to make homemade pie crust and even to do the lattice kind of a pie crust. So I went to an old timers festival in Townsend, Tennessee. This was after I moved from South Mississippi to North Georgia. And a little lady from Ellisville, Mississippi, which is about 18 miles from where I grew up in South Mississippi, was there selling homemade jellies and cookbooks. Um, she had kudzu jelly. I bet you didn't know about kudzu jelly. But I bought a cookbook from Miss Jeannie. And brought it back to my house in Georgia. And that summer, I spent learning to master her never-fail pie crusts. She told me when I bought the book, this is the only pie crust you'll ever need. If you learn how to do this, you'll never buy another pie crust. And that has been true. Every time I've made it, it's turned out perfectly. You can double it. You can triple it. You can quadruple it. It always turns out perfectly. So here's how to do the never fail pie crust. You need one and a quarter cup of plain flour. Plain flour is the same thing as all purpose flour. I personally only use white lily flour. I'm sure there's some science behind why it's the best. Something about not much protein. I don't know about all that, but it's really good flour. And it's the only thing I use for my pie crust, biscuits, any kind of bacon I do is only white lily. So one and a quarter cup of white lily all-purpose flour. You need one third of a cup of vegetable oil. Canola oil is fine as well. You need three tablespoons of milk and a half a teaspoon of salt. You literally put all that stuff in a mixing bowl, stir it up with a fork until it makes a ball, then put out a piece of parchment paper on your counter, Put your ball of dough on the parchment paper. Put another piece of parchment paper down on top. Use your rolling pin. I personally use an old empty wine bottle for my rolling pin. I don't own a rolling pin, but I use a wine bottle. Roll it out to the size that you need for a nine-inch pie crust. Sometimes when I'm not sure, I flip my pie plate upside down just to see if I've got it the right size circle. When you know you've got it rolled out to the right size, you take that top piece of parchment paper off, flip your pie plate upside down on it, carefully slide it off. Start at the edges and peel it up a little bit at a time so you're not, you know, you're not tearing the edges of the pie crust. Just gently peel it up once you've got the um, parchment paper off. You're going to fit it very carefully down into the crevices of the bottom of your pie crust. Just fit it down into that plate. You're going to fold that edge under right around the rim of the pie plate and use two fingers on one hand and a forefinger on the other and just crimp it. Some people use a fork. Some people, you know, just do all kinds of things to finish the edge. I just tuck mine under, use my thumb and forefinger on one hand and forefinger on the other and pinch it and scallop it all the way around the edge and then you just follow whatever your pie 
directions are. If it says to pre-bake, you're going to pre-bake it. If it says to fill it and then bake it, that's what you're going to do. When I pre-bake a pie crust, um, you can buy those fancy ceramic beads that go in it. I don't use that stuff. I just use dry beans like kidney beans or navy beans or something like that. Just dry beans, put them down in the bottom of your pie crust, pre-bake it, and then you fill it however you want to fill it. It's never fell pie crust. And if you'll learn how to do this, you too will never buy another pie crust. So today we're going to do my buttermilk pie recipe. This is Jeff's favorite pie. It's one of my favorites, and I love to make it for my father-in-law because he doesn't eat chocolate. And almost everything else I make has chocolate in it. So this is a good one for me to make when I'm feeding my in-laws. For our buttermilk pie, that great old southern staple... You're going to use my pie crust recipe from another podcast. Go back and find that one. Don't go out and buy a pie crust. You can make your own. You're going to need a stick of melted butter, and you want it melted, but let it cool a little bit. You don't want it real hot. You're going to have a one and a third cups of sugar, one third of a cup of flour, three eggs, and you're going to break them into a bowl or a cup, and you're going to do that separately, and you're going to beat them a little bit. Make sure... All your eggs are good and you want to beat them a little bit before you use them in the recipe. Um, one teaspoon of good vanilla extract. You want one cup of buttermilk. It does not matter if you use the low fat or the whole fat kind. It'll be good either way. And then you're going to do a deep dish pie crust for this. My pie crust recipe will make a deep dish crust. So that's what you want to do, deep dish. Um, once you got your butter cooled a little bit but still melted, you're going to stir in your sugar Mix all that up. Then you're going to add your flour. Mix it again. After you've got your butter, your sugar, and your flour all well blended, you're going to stir in your eggs and your vanilla, and you're going to mix all that up again. And then you're going to add the buttermilk last. I don't know why on this pie it's important to add one ingredient at a time and stir and mix all of that well one step at a time. You can't just dump everything in the bowl and mix it up and have a good outcome. I don't know why it's different on this pie, but you have to do it in the steps and you have to mix after every addition. Now, once you've got all that mixed up, you're gonna pour it into the uh, deep dish pie crust that you made from scratch from an earlier podcast, don't forget that. And you're going to bake at 350 degrees for 30 to 40 minutes. Um, you wanna set your timer for 30 minutes because if you just set it for 40, probably it's going to be overdone. When it's overdone, the pie cracks, the top doesn't look as good, and you just won't have that good um, texture that you want in a buttermilk pie. But you want to check it at 30 minutes. It's probably not going to be quite done at 30 minutes, not quite set. You want it to where it is just set in the middle, and you don't get a lot of that jiggle. Um, so that when it cools, it won't break and you won't have an ugly cracked top. Um, you can cool it and serve it immediately, or you can refrigerate it and serve it later. But I would love for y'all to try this one. It's very easy, probably stuff you already have in your pantry. And you'll be the star of the show, making homemade pies.